3: At 8.20, we had a big show announcement, and that was that the boys behind the glass, Matt and Matt, Valdez and Drab, they're going to be doing a podcast, Bit Season, Mm -hmm. and it's going to start next Thursday. Yes. Which is after we have our Crab kickoff, by the way. That's correct. During the show live. For the NFL season Can't wait wait for that. But today, we have yet another big show announcement, and this is a biggie. Yes, it is. Deserves the drum roll. Certainly does. So we have the season coming up. It starts on Thursday. Washington gets going on Sunday in their opener. And all season long, Ron Rivera, the head coach, will be joining the Junkies.
0: Beautiful. That's, a big, that's a big get.
3: It's Tuesday a big mornings, you'll hear from Coach Ron, win or lose, regardless of how the game plays out, yep, we'll be to- talking to Coach Ron Rivera.
2: That's fantastic that's a big news. One. That's, a, that's a big get
3: in I'm, the biz.
0: However they hooked it up, that's great. It'll be a huge topic each week, and uh, it doesn't get any bigger in this town than the head coach of
3: Washington. Does not. No, it doesn't. That's
0: the biggest guess you can get for the week.
3: Remember when we used to book like uh, our pal Rick Schuler, And I like Rick Schuler, but uh, Ron Rivera coming yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's a
2: different level.
3: Okay, <laughs> It's a different level.
2: It just is. <laughs>
0: Is, is Coach Rivera gonna like our, the junkies? Yeah, I, I think so. Are
3: you gonna get along with yes. you guys like Scott Brooks? I, yes. yes, I
2: think we will get along. Yes, yes.
3: I mean we just won over the coach. Yeah, we always coach. get along. Yeah, we win everybody. Well, over I mean, he AP. invited us basically to his compound during the off season. Yeah, he did. What What will be his walk up song? Ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> It's going to be something Motown. Probably I classic rock. I don't, I've got Motown. I don't, know, my vibe. I don't know
2: Coach Rivera's musical taste, where they lean. That's a great question, though. Mm-hmm. We should all guess. Probably Def co- Leppard. Co- oh, I'll be butt-sized if he picked a hit from Def Leppard. It'd be fantastic. He's not that <laughs> much older than us, is he? He's like right. early 60s, I would guess. Yeah, 10 years. You look up his age. Pour some
0: sugar on me, you think? That's going to be his walk-up?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if that's his uh, cup of tea, so to speak. Hysteria? I mean these are all <laughs> smashes that you're bringing up. I just up. get a classic them. rock vibe. He's that's a, just the vibe I get from him. He's 59. Him. So he's, less no, he's than 10 even, years old. He's older not enough.
3: even 60.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, classic rock wow. probably a good bet. But we'll see. I don't know. That's, that's just, just a, my bet.
1: But, yeah, it but it's be. great. What do you think would be What do you think would be like the the number one question fans would have for Ron? Like if we had Ron on right now, what would be the number one question
3: Man, I think uh, a lot of people right now, just prisoners in the moment, want to know what's going on with Curtis Samuel. That would be my
2: number one question. Is he 100% healthy?
3: And then I That's think if I they ask. wanted to go deep, and I don't know that they'd answer it, they'd want to know about how they how they ended up with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Lack of preseason production. I think that would be the number one question I'd have. If, he's, if that worries him. Yeah,
0: from the first team, yeah. And he said it did worry him. I think he was asked about that a few times at halftime during some of these games. And he says, yeah, we want
3: our number one unit to score some points. Right. Well, our our pal Neil Greenberg has an article in the Washington Post um, where he talks about the expectations where Washington football team fans are really excited about the prospect season. Somebody like Hakes has them at 12 wins. At the Eleven to
2: twelve. I'm in that range,
3: JP. <laughs> but he points out that the odds makers appear significantly less optimistic than the team's fan base, um, and basically it comes down to looking at the schedule. They're going to face right. the Bills, last year's AFC East champion, on the road in week three. Uh, week three, they have the Kansas City Chiefs. Got the Bucks in the last two Super Bowls in week six. Have the Packers
1: early but in the it- season as well. They in a lot of ways, it's it's like a murderer's row of quarterbacks
4: at yes. various times.
1: Yes, you know, and I know I'm banking on you know uh, getting locking in a few wins early with a very very good quarterback in week one. You know, I don't think he's considered elite yet, but he might be on his way. If
2: he has another year, um, like, so like that is, his, I
1: think, the biggest impediment.
2: If Herbert plays better than his rookie campaign, he's on the bullet train to. Elite, Valdez's favorite word. He's going to be right there.
3: You know, and there's also some analytics that that Greenberg points to with this Washington football team, which are interesting. So they're one of eight teams this year facing this situation twice. They're going to be taking on teams, including Tampa and Philadelphia, coming off a bye. Those teams that come off a bye, historically, um, and you may not think it's a big deal, are 119 and 95 coming off a bye since 2015 which is uh, about a 56% winning percentage. So it's a slight disadvantage. Look, when those teams are more rested and you take them on, and then uh, according to Warren Sharp, Washington has the second worst net rest differential in the NFL this season, which is very geeky, but they'll have a total of 14 fewer days of rest than its
1: opponents. Wow. What? That's kind of that a That seems big like deal. an outrageous number. It just
3: depends on like when you're playing your Thursday night games, your yeah. Saturday games, yeah, Saturday be- Monday night, so night bye games. bye week, exactly. Get- that Thursday. seems like a lot.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want to Who- face Tampa when they're coming
3: off a bye. Who's Probably number not. one, by the way? Uh, Let me see. Stuff. Who's got the best net rest? Well, don't, hold on. Don't, doesn't uh, Washington have a bye after Tampa or before Tampa?
0: I thought he just said Tampa's... On a bye before they play Washington.
3: Correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Washington is at the bottom. New England actually has the worst. They're minus 15 on net rest edge, according to Warren Sharp. Uh, The top teams with the best rest situations are Carolina, Cincinnati, Detroit, Philly, and KC. Well, I mean, look. It's a very geeky stat looking at the days. I guess you have to tabulate the entire season and how many days of rest you have as compared to your opponent. Mm -hmm. but Washington is minus 14. That seems significant. Yeah, but you can't worry about that at this point. You
2: can't worry about net rest differential before you even kick off the first game when you're a week out. That's going to play itself out. Seems scary,
1: though.
0: Well, look, Vegas, we've talked about the, season, the season win totals. I mean yeah. FanDuel's got him at eight and a half. It's yeah. not like they've got him at nine and a half or ten or ten and a half. Yeah. And by mean, the they're way, they're the, expecting right
2: around that number. Washington and Tampa Bay have the same bye week. So they'll both be okay. coming out of the bye together. All right.
0: Well, I still don't want to play Tom Brady coming off a of bye.
2: Probably not. Probably right. don't want to Adv- do, advantage you know Brady. Probably don't want to play Tom Brady ever. <laughs> a right. lot of times because you saw what happened in the playoff game at FedEx Field. And you just hope that doesn't, you know, repeat
1: itself. Right. Well, it it starts next week, right? With, yes. With Coach? Yeah. Yeah. Week one. I, I yeah. I, I think JP's question also, because I don't think they ever really talked about how they ultimately came up with uh, fits. I, I think mean, that there, is a great question. I mean,
3: there definitely were reports that they were at least trying to. To make a move for Matthew Stafford. you know They were amongst the contenders. Now we don't know how serious they were there. They might have just been doing their due diligence. And they never really made an offer. And I'm sure that we probably won't find out. But it's interesting how they did end up with with Fitz at quarterback.
2: Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. not going to take you behind the scenes in the uh, discussions about Stafford.
3: And then I might actually ask a follow-up. Now we've heard from people that were watching camp is kind of... Follow up on the open competition thing with him in that he said there was going to be a competition, so I'd like to know, say, well, what separated the two in training camp in the preseason from your point of mind? Like, why was Fitzpatrick better? I know yesterday he said something about just experience, but that's not like something that you're seeing. That's just something you know he's more experienced. What about when you well, saw I mean, them the throwing the ball? The like, experience. does Fitz throw a better ball? Like, like what What separates the two?
0: Well, don't you think the experience translates onto the practice field? I mean, when you uh, make, maybe, you but
3: ma- he can be more experienced to still have more turnovers. And they monitor yeah, all of those will. things, like who had more turnover-worthy plays in the seven-on-sevens, the eleven-on-elevens. Like what? What was? It the wasn't difference? a real
1: competition, JP. I understand just, that, but I still want to hear him say, well, what did he?" Well, then he can fake his answer. What separates Well, that's what he'll two? do. Watch he'll him. fake his answer. He, this was not a real competition, ever, ever, ever. It's really no different than last year when he decided in advance he was going to start Haskins. He st- he started this season, this training camp in advance, knowing Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be his Week One starter. By the that's way, why he B. Mitch the, gets upset. The vast upset. majority
3: of the one reps, B. Mitch gets upset. The Troy Apke wears number thirty. I mean, Joe Theismann let Haskins wear seven. Well, yeah, he. You think he doesn't? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Think he
2: doesn't hate the fact that Trashkins wore seven and sullied his number. Of course, he hates it. Now he right. wouldn't tell you that publicly, but I'm sure he hates the fact that he took his number. and was so bad while wearing it.
3: You know, it, th- this is kind of an inside baseball thing um, that I've always wondered. So, when you know your opponent for months. Do they? And I, I can, I'll ask Ron Rivera this next week. Did they start game planning, like putting their plays together, in during the summer, like well before, or do they treat it kind of like a regular week, where now this is the week where they got to get their game plan in on Monday, and the players see it on Tuesday, on. and they have their play sheet ready to go on Wednesday, or is that play sheet, you know, the first twenty-five or whatever they do, which we know they don't stick to. Um, absolutely. But when you look at Scott Turner's play sheet for Sunday, his dream scenario, mm-hmm. like play number one, uh, run to Gibson on first down, play number two, play action pass, you know, target number one is going to be Logan Thomas, let's say. Do they have that play sheet ready in June? No. Because you know who your opponent is. No, I think they, I'm sure that
2: they have a team that's pre scouting the Chargers for months, if not weeks, leading right. up to the opener, but they're, he doesn't have the script for the first twenty plays
3: drawn up like in June. So they treat it like a regular think. week. I mean it- Because if you really want to go guns blazing all in, the Chargers, they didn't play anybody in the preseason, so it doesn't matter. You're just basing everything on what you saw from the Chargers last year. You can actually start game planning for that-, that game in March. Is that script still hmm. a thing? Like I mean, do coaches
2: still I I know they all have their I, think lam- they do. I know they all have their laminated play sheets. I understand that, but like are they really sticking to these are my first 15 plays. I'm going to stick to this no matter what. I mean, there has to be some flexibility. There is well, flexibility. Of
0: course, there has it's, to be. It's, it's, it's like, to. kind there of a blueprint. Is. You
2: can't just be there like, is. you can't be so in Right, box. right. If
3: it's third and 20 and the third play <laughs> right. says run up the middle, <laughs> yeah. they're going to move I mean, to it, the next it, one. I, I
2: don't know how much I believe those scripts anymore. I think that was something that was big like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe some guys still right. do that in I 2021.
0: I think Shani does it a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's just, they're flexible.
2: His script is like 80% runs. They definitely runs, have flexibility. It's yeah. running the
1: ball. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Well, bottom line is but it's, it's a, a big it's it, a big
0: get to yes, have Coach Ron on uh every Tuesday and um, you know, especially after wins. We always like to talk to Riz after wins and and when we had Coach Brooks after wins, but it's it's going to be cool to, to talk to him and establish a little relationship with him. And
3: next week's going to be a fun week because we'll have Coach Rivera on for the first time on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I mean on Tuesday. And then Thursday we'll have our crab kickoff. So we'll be eating Can't crabs, wait. making our season-long predictions, EB's favorite
1: show of the year. <laughs> oh, I mean, show. I'm so psyched for this one. <laughs> I, it, Valdez is going to be so jealous because he's not going to be able to pick crabs during it. I'll be Okay. He'll, Remember, have a, he'll have a, right. a
2: crab bag to bring home. Who's coming? You won't uh,
0: remind me again. Who's capital comi- capital crab? Capital crab. Remember to tell Cap Crab that the Bish Bucks loves crab cakes.
3: They're they're <laughs> bringing the kitchen sink. So good. That right. shouldn't be a problem. All right, right got to take a break. Coming up next, QB quarter of here on the Junkies.